Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. I am your host, Bill. Now, if you are listening to this episode or listening to this podcast for the first time, you are in for a treat because today I'm reviewing a Halloween episode here. And for those, like I said, for those of you that are new, this show has been consistently a big fan of the Halloween episodes. Um, I want to say up to this point, we've done three or four Halloween episodes, and each one of them has gotten a positive review. Let's see if the trend continues. Because this week, the episode I'll be discussing is Hell on Earth... 2006. Now, something to point out before I get into this review is, well, in a way, kind of a milestone episode because this is episode number 150 of South Park, and we're very like we're very close to the end of season 10. So we've gone through, including today, 150 episodes of South Park. There's a lot of references here, and there's also controversy surrounding this episode, because, well, it's South Park. Why wouldn't there be any controversy around it? So, with that said, let's get into this week's episode, Hell on Earth 2006. The episode was written and directed by Trey Parker and originally aired on October 25th, 2006. We begin our episode in Hell. Well, why wouldn't we? I mean, Hell is in the title of the episode. And Satan is having a meeting with some of his top minions when he announces to them that he is going to have a Halloween party. And he's going to have a Halloween party in the style of the TV show where the teenagers turn 16. I'll talk about that in a moment. And one of the minions is concerned about if this is going to, you know, push him away from his closest friends or whatnot. And he's not really worried about it. So he announces to everyone that is in hell that they are going to have this Halloween party, which is called Hell on Earth 2006. And it's going to be held at the W Hotel in Los Angeles. Now, here's the thing about how to get into the party. There's two things. Number one, you must RSVP to this party. And number two, you must have a blue wristband to get into the party. If you don't have the blue wristband, you're not getting in. And also, it's a costume party, so you gotta wear a costume. And please, don't nobody, don't don't anybody wear a crow costume because, like, 14 different people wear crow outfits at Halloween parties, and all they're trying to do is to hook up with some chicks. So the people in hell are celebrating this, including. George Burns, Gandhi, and Princess Diana. Alright, now let's talk about My Super Sweet 16, which 
is obviously the parody here in the episode. At the time, this was a hit show. Uh, this was a reality TV show on MTV where it documented the lives of teenagers, usually in the United States, sometimes in Canada, sometimes in England, who have wealthy parents and are about to have their Sweet 16 party, their coming-of-age celebration. And this was actually a very popular show and very successful because it went from 2005 to 2017. I didn't realize it lasted that long. Um, I have seen episodes of this show, to be honest. Um, I, 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 yeah, I have seen it. Um, the thing is, I guess the episodes that I saw, I didn't see the spoiled bratness in, in the teenagers, but, you know, that's what the show's focus was. Um, some celebrities, um, had their kids do Sweet Sixteen parties. Or even the celebrities themselves. Bow Wow, Ali and AJ, uh, Sean Kingston, Chris Brown, Soulja Boy, Tellem, Tiana Taylor, um, among others, have had theirs. Um, and really, it was just like this whole big celebration and they made it dramatic and it didn't make me wish my 16th birthday was any better because the thing is folks my 16th birthday party was like a few weeks before my grandma's 90th birthday party so yeah you know my grandma's 90th is going to overweigh my 16th birthday plus guys don't celebrate their 16th birthday usually we celebrate our 21st with a beer um the only other show that I know of that parodied this show is Robot Chicken, where uh, Annie, you know, uh, you know, little orphan Annie, got uh, like the planet Mars and stuff. It's actually a good bit if you want to see that. So, um, Bobcat Goldwaith actually noted the comedian that. While watching a My Super Sweet 16 Marathon inspired him to write his controversial film, God Bless America. Also, prior to attaining stardom, Jennifer Lawrence made her on-screen acting debut in an advertisement for the series depicting a fictional scenario. She never appeared in the series proper. Uh, there is some criticism about My Super Sweet Sixteen. English satirist Charlie Brooker gave a lighthearted criticism of the show on BBC Four's screen, screen Wipe, calling it a stone-hearted expose of everything that's wrong with our faltering so-called civilization. He describes the protagonists by saying that each episode follows an unbelievably spoiled rich and tiny sod as they prepare to throw a despicably opulent coming-of-age party for themselves and their squealing shitcake friends. He said the show might be an Al-Qaeda recruitment film. However, he added that that's exactly how the show wants you to feel. 
It's even more effective at creating instant hate figures than Big Brother, and that's saying something. One teenager in particular, Audrey Reyes, was seen screaming at her mother and saying she hates her after re having received a new Lexus SC430. Do you know how many people would cut their arm to have a Lexus? The car cost $67,000. That was not on the day of the party. However, after the episode aired, she apologized for the tantrum. Bitch, you better apologize. You just got a $67,000 Lexus. So we'll get back to the whole My Super Sweet 16 theme a little later on. Meanwhile, at Stan's house, the boys are in the bathroom, and they're looking at the mirror, and there are candles lit up. And they're trying to, they're doing something. So Kyle's looking, and he's looking. Biggie Smalls. Biggie Smalls. He can't do it a third time. So the whole joke is that if you say Biggie Smalls three times, Biggie Smalls will come back from the grave. So Carmen tries it, and as he's about to do it, Timmy comes over and says that Stan's mom made pizza. So we don't have that. Meanwhile, at the Los Angeles Catholic group, they have been informed of this party and that they are banned from the party. And that the only way they're going to stop this party is if they get the fire marshal, call him on noise complaint, and get the party canceled. Good plan. Good plan. Even though some of the Catholic priests have boys on leashes. Oh boy. Ugh. So anyway, Satan um, is at the W Hotel, where he's meeting with a couple of officials. And this is where we get one of the best scenes, I think, of the entire episode. So let's play the clip. Then at midnight for dessert... I'm thinking over here, we bring out a huge chocolate fondue fountain. Oh, yeah. P. Diddy had his birthday party here a couple years back, and he had one of those. Oh, screw that, then. I don't want a fondue fountain if P. Diddy had one. Does it matter? Yes, it matters. I don't want to do it if Diddy did it. How about a donut machine? Did Diddy do it? Diddy did do it. A full ice cream bar. Diddy did it. Damn it, what didn't Diddy do? Well, I'll tell you what Diddy didn't do, Satan. He didn't have... A Ferrari cake. That's right. A Ferrari cake. So at midnight on Halloween, they're going to bring in a Ferrari made cake for everyone to have. That actually sounds kind of good. Now to Butters, who's brushing his teeth, getting ready for bed. And just for the heck of it, he says Biggie Smalls three times, and oh my god, Biggie Smalls is there. 
and Biggie Smalls tries to kill Butters, and Butters runs out of the house, and his parents are coming up the driveway, and his dad's like, what are you doing? You shouldn't be, you shouldn't be out this late at night, and Butters is like, Biggie Smalls is trying to kill me, and his dad's like, do you want a cap in your ass, or do you want to be grounded? So Butters goes back inside. Basically, Butters wants a cap in his ass. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow. Bust a cap in my ass, get grounded. Bust a cap in my ass, get grounded. Tough decisions that we must make in civilization. So, now, uh, Satan, he's getting, uh, he's trying out his costume, and he's got the crow hey remember talking about how nobody wants you to be dressed as well he's dressed as the crow and one of his minions is dressed up like britney spears in a britney spears like costume and satan's like oh i want to dress like that uh, get out of that so eventually we know where this is going now one of satan's other minions calls upon Three of the most evil, diabolical, despicable people to ever roam the face of the earth. Ted Bundy, Jeffrey Dahmer, and John Wayne Gacy. And they have but one job. This one job is to get the Ferrari Enzo cake to the party safely and at one piece. We'll see where that goes. So now, Butters gets back into his room, and, oh, there's Biggie Smalls right there. So Biggie Smalls is upset that he gets called because every Halloween, some kid does the Biggie Smalls thing, and he's like, look, I'm peaceful, I don't get bothered, but some stupid kid has to do this Biggie Smalls thing. And he's, ups he's especially upset because he has a blue wristband. So he's going to the party. He's going to get to the party. Whether it all Butters is going to take him or not. To which Butters is actually going to take him. So now the police show up at Butters' parents' house. And they explain what happened. And the boys are like, oh my god, this is a real thing. The whole Biggie Smalls deal. So they go to Stan's dad, and they explain this, and I love Stan, or uh, Randy's reply, he's like, I'm a geologist, I don't really care about this. So, while that's going on, Biggie Smalls and Butters, well Biggie Smalls gets tortured by Butters in the two worst possible ways. Butters singing on an airplane... On Southwest Airlines. No, I'm just kidding. I, I I've really never heard any bad stuff about Southwest Airlines. If anyone, uh, anybody listening, has ever heard anything bad about Southwest Airlines, please leave a comment in our Facebook group, Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. So anyway, as they are flying to Los Angeles to get to the party, Biggie Smalls disappears from his seat. The boys called his name three times and now they're running away so now Big E has gone from the airplane where he's gonna make it to the party to being back in Colorado 
Meanwhile, the party is going on, and, you know, so far, everything's going good. Everything's nice. And, oh, well, let's see, we have, uh... We have Princess Diana as Laura Croft, the Tomb Raider. We have Gandhi as a middle-aged soldier. We have George Burns as Lance Armstrong. And we have Hitler as the Verizon guy. Can you hear me now? Good. So that was... Okay, so Hitler being the Verizon guy. Interesting. So Satan has this grand entrance where he's dressed up in a schoolgirl outfit. And Hitler kind of ruins the moment. Now we have another problem. The cake has not arrived yet. Cake hasn't arrived yet. So Bundy, Dahmer, and Gacy all go to get the cake. And we've got Oh Yeah by Yellow. You know, the song that was played in Ferris, Bu uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Bum, bum, Oom, bum, bum, So the cake is done. It's ready. They have a flatbed outside, parked on the street, ready to pick it up, and they're ready to go. And then, wouldn't you know it, darn John Wayne Gacy stabs a guy to death. And Ted Bundy gets upset, he slaps him in the face. And the chef, or the baker, comes over, and Jeffrey Dahmer gets scared, and he stabs the baker to death. And he gets smacked upside the head. So now we're entering into Three Stooges territory. And I love me some Three Stooges. So, uh, because it would take me forever to describe the Three Stooges. I'll give you today the short version. Maybe there will be another day where we have uh, a Three Stooges episode. I'm not really sure. So the Three Stooges, the one... Or the, the, the version that everyone knows, the, the most famous one, is Moe, Larry, and Curly. This act was a vaudeville group in the beginning, in 1922. And this shtick went all the way until 1970, almost 50 years that this act existed. Now, the Three Stooges made, in total, 190 short subject films. And they have been on TV for over 60 plus years. Now, the actual original version of the Three Stooges is not Larry, Moe, and Curly. The original was a guy by the name of Ted Healy... And his stooges, Moe and Shemp. And then, a little bit later on, Larry would join. Shemp would leave. He would actually become an actor and be in length, you know, motion pictures. Uh, Full-length motion pictures. And a Curly, the younger of the three Howard brothers, would get involved. So, for a while, it's Larry, Moe, and Curly. And then, uh, Curly... Uh, has a stroke in 1946, Shemp comes on to replace him. Then, Shemp has a heart attack and sadly passes away in 1955. 
And this is where Joe Palma comes in, a.k.a. Curly, or, or just Joe. He's Joe. And he's probably the least liked stooge because he would he refused to take a pie in the face. You're in the Three Stooges. You take a pie to the face, damn it. And then the final incarnation is Joe Derrida, who would be known as Curly Joe, and they actually had success in the in the 1960s. They had a cartoon series, the Three Stooges TV show. Um, and that's the final incarnation of the Three Stooges. Larry would pass away in 1975, and Mo would later pass away that same year. And Curly Joe was the final living member of the Three Stooges before passing away in 1993. So, there is your history of the Three Stooges, one of the greatest comedy acts of all time. And if you're looking for a Three Stooges podcast... Let me recommend the Three Stooges podcast. Actually, that's the that is the name of the podcast. is It is called the Three Stooges Throwback with Gabe Russo, where he is going to or he attempts to watch all 190 Three Stooges shorts. He has done as of this recording 19 or 18 episodes. So. He's got a ways to go, but you know what the Three Stooges, I think my my good friend Gabe is going to be just fine. Alright, so now there's one more thing we've got to get to before we get to the controversy of the episode. So, the Catholic priests call, and they call to make a noise complaint. Well, there's just one problem. The fire marshal's at the party, so this this whole thing backfires. Now we get to what is remembered as the most controversial part of the episode. So Satan is at the party, and all of a sudden, somebody comes to him and he's like, uh, we have a problem. Uh, we have somebody here that's dressed up as Steve Irwin. So Satan goes over, and it's actually Steve Irwin. And he's like, hey, uh, it's a little too soon to dress like Steve Irwin. And I was like, oh, well, I am Steve Irwin. So <laughs> Satan's like, ooh, uh, yeah, you know, um, you gotta leave. You just gotta leave. So... That's the controversy. The controversy is we get Steve Irwin. There's a stingray in his chest because he got stung by a stingray and died. So, uh, so let me let me go into a little bit more detail. Um, the scene sparked controversy among the media for parodying his death so soon after its occurrence. The controversy was mainly because of the airing of the episode so close to his death. Steve Irwin passed away September the 4th. This episode aired October 25th, 
So it's been almost two months. So anyway, uh, they did a Steve Irwin parody in 1999 in the episode Prehistoric Iceman, which you guys can go back into the archives and listen to that episode. That episode did not spark controversy. However, this one did. So a friend of Terry Irwin, uh, Steve's widow, had issued a statement about the episode. Quote, Terry is devastated Steve is being mocked in such a cruel way. Her worry is that Bindi and Bob will see it and break down. Steve had as big a sense of humor as anyone, but this goes far too far too soon. Besides Irwin's family, the episode also received criticism from press personalities. John Byer, the director of Media Watch-UK, said that it was in bad taste to create such a scene and the makers of South Park should review their decision to show it. Irwin's fellow naturalist, Mark Amy, called the show distasteful shit. In a response to the controversy around the episode, Tony Fox, a spokesperson for Comedy Central, defended the episode, saying, These South Park guys do inappropriate things all the time. Their goal is to make people laugh, not to offend people. Additionally, another spokesperson for the network has said that South Park has offended people in the past and probably will again. Boy, are they right. Regular watchers would not be shocked. Although rumors were spread about the episode not being broadcast in Australia due to the controversy, the Australian Communications and Media Authority, or ACMA, announced the episode would be broadcast on SBS, but would be delayed 12 months due to programming issues. Series co-creators Trey Parker and Matt Stone said that they were surprised to see the Steve Irwin depiction cause so much controversy, essentially since they felt South Park has featured far more offensive material and that, in South Park lore, it's established that basically everyone ends up in hell. Um, you know what, I'll say this. Uh, Steve Irwin was a very loved guy. We know that. I did see a lot of time. Obviously, you know, unless I say I've never seen this episode, I have seen this episode. The first time I saw this episode was when it aired. And not to sound sadistic, but I kind of laughed at the joke. I mean, it's South Park. Anybody and everybody is fair game. Um, as far as do I think the joke was too soon... Maybe. I mean, it's only two months, just about. Maybe they could have held it off till next season. I don't really know. Was I offended by the joke? No. Do I think they could have held the joke off? Maybe. Okay, so now we are at the Denver airport. Big E has his plane ticket. He's about to go on the next flight to L.A. when all of a sudden... He disappears again, and <laughs> Randy is the one that calls Piggy Smalls three times, and Biggie's pissed. Yeah, Biggie is pissed, and Randy's like, "Hey, Sharon, guess what? Piggy Smalls is in the bathroom." <laughs> but you know, he get you know, Biggie tries to shoot him. So now we go to the Three Stooges. I mean, Bundy, Dahmer, and Gacy. And the first part of this is presented as a Three Stooges short. So. They are trying to load the cake onto the flatbed. Somehow they've managed to get this cake out of there, which I'm actually impressed. 
and it's going very good. It's going to be successful. And then a guy walks up and he's like, hey, do you guys need any help? Well, he gets killed. And as the three of them are arguing, the wire breaks apart. The wire that was carrying the cake up falls apart. The cake is destroyed. So now what are they going to do? Well, the party is still going on, and Bundy, Dahmer, and Gacy decide that they're going to make the cake. And the to the credit of Parker and Stone, they actually stay in the taste of the Three Stooges, which I actually like. Um, they do a really good job, and, well, they pretty much kill each other. Let's just call it as it is. So, now the party, or the uh, uh, minions, are told that the cake never came. The cake never came. So they have a backup plan. So now, it's midnight, and they're revealing the cake. Satan is excited. He's in the background. He's ready. And it is an Acura TSX cake. And while everyone is happy, Satan is upset. And this is the final straw. And he's like, this party is about me. Which he yells in front of everybody. And some of the people are upset. And they start to leave. And Satan realizes, oh great. I'm acting like those spoiled 16-year-old brats. To which one of the minions are like, oh no, no, there are far worse people than them. <laughs> and then Satan realizes that this night isn't about him. This night is about everybody. The people that make him happy. His friends. All of them. So, he then decides to let everybody come in. Wristband or not. So, Butters, who is there, he sees a lady with a small mirror, does the Biggie Smalls thing three times. Biggie makes it to the party, and Butters is like, Eh, I'm going to be grounded anyway. Why don't I go in? So we see a couple images of the party. Butters and Biggie are dancing. The Catholic priests make it. Satan's dancing. And that is the end of Hell on Earth 2006. Whew, quite a Halloween episode. So, where did the idea of this episode come from? Well, the episode parodies My Super Sweet 16, in which spoiled rich girls get carded or catered and act like jerks. Matt particularly loved the Ferrari cake, but was worried it might not go over well. Comparisons to the crab people were made. Hmm, very interesting. Um, I have to applaud South Park here. Uh, once again, another great Halloween episode. Uh, they did a tremendous job with this one. I think they targeted the right group, being, you know, the, the sweet 16 rich kids. Um, this is not their best Halloween episode, but I would not argue with you if you said it was, because this is a very good episode. This is going to get, this is going to get a strong 
9 out of 10 for me. I really enjoyed the episode. It's a Halloween episode. You gotta have some fun with Halloween. And I, like I've said it before, and I'll say it again. The Simpsons, you know, for 30 plus years, they've been doing the Treehouse of Horrors episode. But South Park has some really good Halloween episodes that could really, you know, contest any of the Treehouse of Horror episodes and maybe even some of the skits as some of the best Halloween stuff you will see on TV. Uh, let's go to another production note and then um, the reception from this episode. Trey Parker and Matt Stone described the episode as being a last-minute one, believe it or not. Even though they had several ideas for episodes, they wanted to quickly come up with an idea for an episode that featured Halloween because the episode would be airing close to Halloween. The idea of having Satan throw a big party on Earth was what the episode was produced around, and it wasn't until later in the production that the idea to parody My Super Sweet 16 was implemented. Parker and Stone chose to parody that series because they felt that it was the most disgusting, foul show ever made, describing the people featured on it as evil and horrible. Originally, the episode opened with the scene where the boys are in the bathroom rather than the scene in hell. Parker decided to have the scene switched at the last minutes at the last minute and felt that it was a bad idea in hindsight. Uh, reviews uh, from, you know, the critics, the quote-unquote critics, the episode received generally positive reviews. Dan Iverson of IGN originally criticized the episode for the lack of storyline development, but later stated that the storylines were humorous enough that we were able to put aside that there was no real social commentary like the last three episodes, but instead mad, madcap comedy that was funny based on silly humor alone. Iverson also praised the episode for illustrating Satan as a spoiled child and for the Three Stooges scenes involving the killers and concluded that, although the episode isn't as good as a couple of South Park's other Halloween episodes, it is still a very funny episode. Adam Finley of TV Squad stated that although he thought Hell on Earth 2006 was a great episode, it was most guaranteed to offend somebody. Judge Kiefer of DVD Verdict described the episode as a really great installment with a wincing yet guilty pleasure joke and graded the episode an A. And Chris Longo of Den of Geek listed Hell on Earth 2006 as the series' best Halloween episode. Wow, that's... Like I said in the beginning, like they have some strong candidates for the best one, and I think anyone of the Halloween episode, you can make a very good argument as the best one. Um, let's see what IMDb thought of this episode. 2,034 people rated this episode. The average rating for it is an 8.1 out of 10. 421 people gave it a 10. 381 gave it a 9. That's going to be the grade I give it this week. 610 people gave it an 8. 45 people gave it a 1. For males, the average rating is an 8.0 with its highest demographic at 18 to 29 with an 8.1 rating. For females, the average rating is an 8.3 with the highest demographic at 45 and over with, well, an 
All right, so reviews, reviews, reviews. Let's take a look at some of these reviews, shall we? And I'm going to start with one that actually came out a couple days after the episode aired from Tom Nell, who wrote, South Park recently has been a bit lacking in funny. Of course, the South Park Halloween special is the perfect opportunity to make a hilarious episode. This episode was really hilarious at times. The main plot is Satan is throwing a big Sweet 16 Halloween party. In order for it to be off the hook, he needs a Ferrari cake, which he sends Ted Bundy, Jeffrey Dahmer, and John Wayne Gacy to get, and a spoof of the Three Stooges. Meanwhile, Butters and some of the other boys manage to contact the ghost of Biggie Smalls. It's a silly but good episode. It's got good old South Park brand violence, too, and he gave it four stars out of five. Uh, here's a, probably the newest, or one of the newest reviews from Squib31, who wrote, Yes, it has controversy. Yes, it is dark. But good grief, it's funny. The pop culture references, the parodies, are on point. Plus, how adorable does Butters look dancing in his little pajamas at the end? Well, I, I don't know. Um... Okay, this other recent one is from The Last Pridonian, who wrote, For those unfamiliar with this episode, this one involved a... This one involved caused a major media backlash when it aired due to the late Steve Irwin appearing at a fancy dress party held by Satan with a stingray protruding from his chest after his widow, Terry released a statement voicing how she felt he was being mocked. Although I can appreciate why she would have been upset and watching the episode and the intent of what they were trying to do, I can't say that I agree that was ever the case. Needless to say, though that the media uproar created, as is many's the case, now seems baffingly ironic. Given that the episode arguably had even more sick black comedy in relation to the fact that it depicts the presence of the three notorious real-life serial killers, Bundy, Dahmer, and Gacy. It just goes to show that when it comes to what's bad taste, they have a strangely isolated view as to what to take offense at. Putting this all to one side, though, it's typically prov... Pro, ugh, I know I'm going to mess this word up. Pro, provo, provocative, as one might find. Uh, Cardinal Roger Mahoney and other Roman Catholic Church officials of L.A. are seen holding young boys on leashes and wearing bondage gear. And while it has a fun premise, Hell on Earth doesn't rank as one of the boys' best work when they're at their pinnacle. The whole concept of Satan throwing a party to merely feed his need for attention does indeed have sparks of wit and inventiveness. The further conceit of party, guests that include Adolf Hitler and Gandhi, also neatly lends itself to the absurdity of the scenario. However, the whole side story involving Cartman, Stan, Kyle, Togan, Tweak, and Butters experimenting with a ritual which is a transparent parody of the 90s horror slasher movie Candyman to invoke the spirit of late rapper Biggie Smalls, which does have traces of wit, doesn't hold together as cohesively as I would have hoped. Where the episode in its sporadic interludes from the party works best are those involving Bundy, Dahmer, and Gacy, dubbed the Three Murderers, as they, rape the, or as they ape the vintage comedy trio Three Stooges, committing bloody acts of murder and sexual deviance while attempt to bake a cake for Satan's party. 
Mockery has indeed never been more caustic or penetrating. However, this really just serves as satirical icing on the cake of the bigger joke, which really is there for what it is. It's, mere, it's merely a fun, off-the-wall concept which isn't intended to be as biting or thought-provoking as some of their other episodes, and in the end, it just amounts to nothing more than that. Black, if at times, deeply twisted comedy. Alright, let's read one more. And I'll read Gangsta Hippie, who wrote, The Halloween and Christmas special episodes of South Park have always been the better ones in my opinion. Hell on Earth 2006 is a great and funny Halloween episode. Satan wants to have a really good Halloween party just like those spoiled girls on my Super Sweet 16. Satan goes through great lengths to make the party perfect while the clergy try to gain passes into the party, but cannot. Meanwhile, the boys think if you, can, if you say Biggie Smalls in the mirror three times, he will come back to life and try to kill you. Butters tries it, and Biggie does in fact come back. He then makes Butters take him to the Halloween party, but he keeps getting called back to other kids' bathrooms when they try. In another part of the episode, Satan wants a Ferrari cake and sends three people to get it. These people are Ted Bundy, Jeffrey Dahmer, and John Wayne Gacy. They try to bring the cake to Satan's party, but they keep killing everybody instead. Ted gets mad at them and hits them like Moe does in The Three Stooges. This part is a spoof of the shorts. Hell on Earth 2006 is a great episode. That's a good way to end uh, the reviews. There were a few more, but I think, you know, there were so many reviews. I think you guys, if, if you want to check them out, you go right ahead. Well, that's going to do it for this week's show. Uh, quick plugs. Follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97 and join the show's Facebook group. It is Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. You type that in the search bar. Add yourself. We'll add you on. If you can't find it, it's okay. I post the link in the description of each and every episode. Next week is actually a, a rare two-parter. I know it's kind of weird because there was already a two-part episode or two-part episode earlier this year or this season, but they're doing another one. And next time it's going to be Go God Go. Have to see what that's all about next time on Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. Come back next time for another episode of Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. <laughs>